Hello listeners, welcome to this week's episode of LBC with B. Remember on this podcast series, we talk about challenges and how to overcome them. So today I'm going to be sharing with you one major challenge that I passed through during the previous week and how I was able to overcome it. It's actually something that happened in the office, a sweet story you will enjoy. So stay tuned and I hope you get the best from it. Remember, we don't just tell stories. I give you a challenge. I show you how I was able to overcome it. And I hope you learn one or two things from my story. So let's dive right into today's episode. So last week, I faced one of the most difficult challenges that always bring me down in one way or another. I actually told my friend in the office that this is one of um, the most challenging thing in my schedule that I don't like. Like if you talk about one schedule that I don't like in my work schedules, this particular thing I faced last week is the most difficult of it all. It's not as if it is difficult in the fact that I cannot do it, but bringing myself to doing it is what makes it difficult and challenging. I don't like doing it. I do not enjoy doing it. So what is the schedule I'm talking about? As um, a staff in charge of core members in my office, I get to decide whether to accept or reject them. It is not majorly my decision. It depends on the instruction I'm given by my boss each month for core members, but I am majorly in charge of them. The last week, many of them left camp and um, they were posted to my office and the instruction I had gotten from my boss was, we are no longer accepting core members until further notice. Now, I do not blame my boss. My boss is not wicked. In fact, he has a very kind heart. And this is why we have lots of core members in my office presently. In fact, in the whole of the ministries in my state presently, I think my office um, has the highest number of core members serving there. Because of the kind of person my boss is, is the kind of person that will tell you, if you reject them, where do you go to? Where would they go to? They are new in the state. Let's accept them. And because of this is, is leniency, we've got quite a number of core members in my office that presently I cannot even say this is the particular number we have. Yes, that bad. And so when he told me we are no longer accepting core members in our office, I didn't argue with him because even myself, I was tired. You know what it means to be in charge of core members that is above 10, above 15? Mm-hmm. I can't even say the particular numbers they have right now. Like the, the, I lost count, really. So you know what it means being in charge of this particular group of persons? I've been a core I've been a couple before, and um, I know how it is with us uh, let me just let me just drop that so when he told me we are no longer accepting core members in our ministry i just said okay sir 
I could I didn't want to argue because I was tired of signing monthly clearance that is above 15 every month like I'm tired of asking why why were you not in the office today why didn't you come to the office you know how it is so I was like okay sir we have more than enough core members in our ministry so there was no way I was going to tell him sir let's have mercy let's I was like okay sir I've heard you and that was the instruction I was going to follow I had no choice actually so Two weeks ago, I was in the office and they started trooping in core members. They just finished from the orientation camp and they started trooping. And the first set of persons that came, there were two, two of them, a male and a female. They came into the office and immediately I cited them. My, my mood changed, my continence changed. This is because I knew that I was going to say no to them. And they came with all this excitement and with all this joy. I was posted to a ministry to serve. You know now, that joy now, I'm not going to teach in a classroom. I'm going to be in an office. You know the joy. Mm. So immediately I started there, my continence just changed and immediately they came in, they were directed to my to my decks and I looked at them and as much as I tried to make the, the, the news I was going to give them look so, so, um, how do I put it now, look so harmless, I knew it was going to really make them feel disappointed but then I was acting on that instructions. So I looked at them, I welcomed them, I welcomed them and I said, I welcomed them to the office and I said to them, I'm sorry, but this ministry is no longer accepting core members for now. So I would have to reject you. Hmm. My people, if you look at the look on their faces and the way the look they gave me, Jesus, it was as if the ground should open and I just get here and I was like, God, 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 please help me. I don't want to do this, but right now, I have no choice. And right today, one of them, the guy actually, he stood and he was downcasted. The lady was almost giving me a, a dispatch later for me to, to sign, mm-hmm. to reject her actually. But the lady, the guy with her stopped and she was trying to tell her, let them try to convince me. But then I looked at him and I told him, Sincerely, this is not my decision. It is not my decision. If it was left to me, I would have accepted you, but I am under instructions. And he looked and it looked as to he had to he stood for a while. And um he, he knew there was nothing I could do at that point and he was like, Okay. And then I had to reject him. Yeah. I felt really bad. I I felt really really how do i put it you know that feeling of you don't know you don't want to do something but you really do not have a choice so i just had to do it and i rejected them and they left and i i read that sign of relief that god please let it not be that i have to do this over and over again but it's as if nyc they have this opinion that my office don't reject members, so they can post as many as they like because after i was thinking this was all i was going to face for that week i didn't know i didn't know more was coming so <laughs> that week passed and um, last week i had to i was at home dressed up as you just to go to the office and the truth is that in my office i'm actually among the first person to come so i go very early because i had to do some things before people start trooping into the office so 
as early as I went, I already made this comment. That's my point. That's what I'm telling you how early I went to the office to tell you how this particular person is. Now, this is where I'm going to. This is where I want us to learn something from, okay? I Mainly, I, I climbed the stairs and I was going towards the direction of my office. I already met this call member sitting at the corridor space, waiting. Within me, I knew he was actually waiting for me. But then I just greeted him formally, greeted me, and I just walked past and went into my office. And I sat down, I heard the knock on the door, I told the person to come in, and he came in. And he was like, good morning, ma, I was posted to this office. I looked at him without look, and it was early in the morning, who rejects somebody early in the morning? The first thing for me to do in a day at work is to reject somebody. You know that really. And all I did was I just had to tell him, please sit down, sit down. And um, he sat down. And I looked at him and I smiled. And I said, I don't know how I'm going to say this, but presently, our office is no longer accepting members for now. So I would have to reject you. Do you know, at this point when I said it, I expected doubt downcasted look sorry look that i see on some of them faces when you say that to them but this guy right in front of me was different immediately i said that to him this guy just said ma my name is this i studied this and i am good at this i have done this kind of thing before i had this year's experience like he started hey he started selling himself at that point like he was hyping and pitching himself to me and I was dumbfounded like he told me the things he has done the achievements the certificates he has where he has worked in the past the experiences he's had how he's going to be of benefit to my office if he's allowed to work here how we are going to like he was just pitching himself and I was wow see believe me I was impressed to say the least and I was like really he said yes and i had to stop him and he was he, he wanted to continue to tell me all the achievements he had had and all that but i said you know what i just told him you know what he said what i said i am impressed i am glad i am i am overwhelmed dad overwhelmed with joy actually that you didn't take no for an answer you were not you didn't accept being rejected just like that you came to me and you were giving me, showing me what you could offer to me, showing me what you have to offer. And it was not you trying to say, ah, please, my accept me. You were not begging. You were giving me what you have that you know is going to be of importance to me and to this ministry. And the truth is, I am impressed. That was what I said to him. I'm impressed. But as much as I am in, as I am impressed, this is not my decision to say whether I will keep you or not. But this is what I was going to do. This is what I'm going to do. That was what I said to him. Now this is something that I wouldn't do normally, but I was so impressed with his composed his composed in composure. Please permit me. I was so impressed with the way he composed himself. That, that was what I was trying to say. With the way he composed himself, I was so impressed with his with his um courageous attitude impressed with how great he has achieved for himself okay even as a core member and i was impressed with the fact that he was not taking no for an answer 
so that i told him i'm going to do something for you i am going to take advantage of it you see the way you just told about yourself to me you are going to do the same thing for my boss okay my boss is going to walk in very soon and you're going to sell yourself to him pitch yourself to him just the way you did to me and he said no problem i am ready and i told him don't worry i'll let you know when he gets in and then immediately a few minutes later my boss worked in with that we had our pleasantries and he walked into his office and i told him that is my boss now let's go and i took him to him really my boss saw me was like because he was already he was on his uniform the core member uniform and my boss was was giving me that face blessing why do you have to he wasn't saying anything anything but his face was like was saying it already blessing why do you have to bring him to my office and all that but then i knew it was going to be excited elated like the way i was so i just told him sir this is a core member i would like him to talk to you and immediately i just said he greeted my boss my boss said, okay what do you want to say that was how this guy fired on and where i was i was like shaking like a proud mother <laughs> you would think i conspired with him to come and see all of this but he went and went and at the boss my boss at the point my boss was like wow bless you i said sir do we still have space in the office where we can keep him <laughs> you know that what that that feeling of sir it is me that i have something to offer to your ministry okay so i am doing your ministry a favor if they employ me you know that that feeling right that's how the boy made it look and my boss did not have a, a choice and he had to ask me do we have a vacancy where he could work and at that point, I signaled him and said, let him, let him excuse us. And he told the core member to excuse us. And at that point, we talked to him. I said, Sir, let's accept him. He's good. We both know he's good. He can be useful to us. And I had to pitch on the guy. So the guy has already done the pitching. I just had to do some icing on, on top of the cake. Knee. So I told my boss and... I was okay. You can call him. I called him. Say you can go. Come back on Friday and we'll accept you. And he was excited. And he was excited. Even though he was saying thank you, thank you. I know that I didn't do that work. He did most of the work. Okay. He did most of the work. He sold himself out. He didn't take no for an answer. So this is where I'm going to. Now, what are the major lessons you are going to pick from this? Number one, he has a lot to offer. Number two. He wouldn't take no for an answer number three he saw an opportunity and he made use of that opportunity number four he did not allow the situation or the decision of the company to affect him or to make him feel downcasted huh now the first question i'm going to ask you is what do you have that you can offer what do you have that you can offer okay at that point the only thing that saved him was his achievements and the great things he can do that he gave to us and gave it as a bait for us to accept him whether a core member or a student or whoever you are listening to me right now my question to you is what do you have to offer if in a place they say we're only going to accept somebody that can do this i can do that will you be able to eat your chest and say i can do it okay be a solution anywhere you get to okay don't be a problem the reason we didn't accept those other ones was probably because they had nothing to offer so what do you have to offer what solution can you give anywhere you find yourself when people when your name is called is it called with 
they aim that you are good at something and you can help and you can do it okay what are your strong reasons yes permit me what are the strong reasons you have when somebody said i'm not going to accept i'm not supposed to accept you but because of this thing you possess i'm going to accept you okay even the bible says present to me your strong reasons remember the situation with Ezekiah in the bible when the prophet isaiah went to meet him and told him he was going to die she put his house in order you remember yes this was the prophecy that came from god himself to Ezekiah. but then how was Ezekiah able to counter this he went to the lord in prayer and he presented his strong reasons of the lord he said god i have done this remember i have done this remember i have done this and he presented it before the lord and god said okay i'm going to add more yes to you this is god too right this is god with man so if God could be impressed with somebody's achievement and as a result of that, have mercy on that individual and allow the person to live, what do you think it will do to a mere mortal when you present your great achievement before him? He has no choice than to accept you. So as you go about your activities, be a problem solver. Go for skills that would help you become better skills that will make you a solution anywhere you find yourself because i don't understand how as a graduate you are no good at computer like it is itching to the year you cannot operate like a computer is set beside you you cannot do anything on it and i'm asking now this is not my major but i'm not doing saying computer i'm saying i'm using it as an example the major skills you should know as a graduate as an individual that could help you out there learn them to take you nothing so that when you stand before your mates, when you stand before your equals, you'll be able to lift your shoulders high. So that when you come to a point where others are being rejected, you'll be accepted because of what you possess. So the summary of it is be a solution. Be a solution. Don't be a problem. Don't be a problem. Be a solution everywhere you find yourself. Okay, let your achievements, let your, your the, the things you've achieved, let the things you've gotten speak for you when your voice would not be enough. Like, on that day, I learned a lot of lessons. Even personally to myself, I told myself, blessing, you have to do more. You have a lot more to do with yourself. Because if pitching... himself could get him that space then you know we have a lot to do on ourselves so what am I saying to you this this day this morning I'm saying be the best you can be okay be the best you can be in anywhere you find yourself Get all you need to make you a better person. Possess all the knowledge in you, you need that will make you to stand out. Secondly, never take no for an answer. Whenever you get a no, try as much as you can to show the person why you would, would not accept no. Especially when it is something you so greatly desire. Make sure you try your best before giving up. Don't give up until when your best and the best of your best isn't good enough and then lastly lastly i would repeat this again anywhere you find yourself anywhere you meet yourself in any situation do not allow 
a situation to weigh you down to the point where you cannot stand up and speak for yourself. Be that courageous individual that can speak for yourself anywhere you find yourself, no matter the audience, no matter the people present. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode. I'll leave you with this. Be the best you can be wherever you find yourself. Be a solution and not a problem. Have a beautiful day ahead of you. Thank you.